What is the future of sustainability in the Middle East? How do we change people's perceptions about and behaviors towards the environment? From the Chicago Policy Review and the University of Chicago, this is Chicago Policy Radio. I'm your host, Julie Cooper. Today, we are joined by Sheikh Abdulaziz Ali Ben Nuami, better known as the Green Sheikh. Sheikh Abdulaziz is the environmental advisor to the Ajman government of the United Arab Emirates and the general secretary of the Al-Ihsan Charity Association. He is a member of one of the ruling royal families in the United Arab Emirates and has been actively involved in environmental work for the past 23 years. Uh, Green Sheikh, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Good morning. Uh, what does it mean to be an environmentalist and a promoter of sustainability in the Middle East today? What are your goals and what are some of the biggest challenges you face? Uh, first of all, I think this is what comes from my passion. And from my passion, it's also impacted or influenced through my parents, through my uh, role models in the UAE. When I was a young boy, uh, seeing my father as a person who loved the desert, who loves the wildlife, who like to ha have sort of harmony. And my, our, the late president, Sheikh Zayed, our founder of the United Arab Emirates, he was so wise to build good people and to sustain the environment. So from those different models, through my education, through my passion, it's coming up something light in me. I have to make a difference first of myself, then family, then the others. So we are going to face a lot of challenges. Not it's about renewable, non-renewable. This is one side, but it's about people because we live with people, we eat with people, we sleep with people, we integrate with people, we do business with people, we do policy with people. So the main concern is you are working with people, different interest, different uh, desire, different uh, attitude. So this is the biggest challenge. You want to uh, change the climate? Climate cannot change, but you can change people to make the climate better. The uh, United Arab Emirates is, as you mentioned, prioritizing the development of its renewable energy sector. Um, but at the same time, the country's economy relies so heavily on the oil industry. And parts of the country, such as Dubai, have been experiencing uh, such incredible construction booms and high levels of consumption. So how can that country balance long-term sustainability with this near-term economic growth? True, I agree, this is a very big challenge. But the good thing is they're putting the agenda of sustainability on the front. If any development, now any building starting from 2007 to now, any building starting in the UAE should be a sustainable certification, either LEED, platinum, whatever, but there should be a standard. That's the good 2007, before even the economical crisis. And the encouragement was the initiative voluntarily, but now is mandatory to all government, all the buildings should be done. And the awareness of people, they're looking for better alternatives, how we can sustain our life for longer, for healthier, and for wealthier. 
So it is not a matter of uh, fast. We have really fast-growing country. It's a young nation. 40 years, United Arab Emirates, you know, with the oil uh, evolved, with the natural gas, that's good. But the diversity of economy, it was two-thirds from the oil and gas. Now it's only one-third. Even the production has been doubled. Means they are interested in to open a wide criteria, uh, uh, varieties of choices of renewables, either uh, renewable energy or non-renewable energy combined. We cannot make one fixed road. We have to have all choices so that people can have the best. What are some initiatives you have worked on with other Middle Eastern countries to promote sustainability in the Middle East? One of them is to spread the message. And spreading the message from royalty is not so easy because uh, sometime in royalty you have sort of protocols, sort of uh, constraints, sort of uh, you know, thresh, uh, guidelines. But from my uh, personal opinion is I, I broke these protocols uh, to go down to the level of young people. And young people loves royalties as a role model, especially when they are humble, down to earth and they follow them because they are a good example. Not because they are spoiled, not because they are uh, isolated from society. I am within the society. I am with them. So I engage their interest. I listen to them. I inspire them. I come to their events, to their projects. So my project sometimes is their project. So when they are success in any sustainable project, especially now women in the UAE becoming more interested in sustainability than men. That's the interesting, three, four times more interest. So they're doing a lot of projects at university. They're inviting me and to advise them, shall we do this, shall we do that, shall we continue? So I give them the whole picture. And after a few years, when they succeed and have good results, they come to me and they cry. They said, you've been touched. You touched us and you guide us. And now this is the result. And I said, this is what is my achievement is your achievement. Can you talk to us about one project you initiated or you worked on that you're particularly proud of and what the results were? I don't have a material project. I have non-tangible projects. This is what people don't realize. Mm. I touch people's hearts and mind, and I focus on behavior change. The most challenging and critical nowadays and everywhere in the United States and Middle East is changing people. First, you change yourself. So when you change people, I remember my PhD, it's about doing industrial ecology in a different of industries. I found that you cannot change the technology, but first start with the people interest, people tie-ins. When you start with people values and people interest, then you develop the technology to develop the whole coming interest. Do you think there's uh, anything that other countries can learn from the Middle East in terms of sustain sustainability practices and vice versa? Is there anything that the Middle East should be learning from other countries in terms of better sustainability? No one is the best in sustainability, even the United States, even in the UAE, even, uh, we are all learning together, but we are, the, are climbing in the different mountains. So we are all looking for the summit. Where, when are we going to reach and how? None I've seen, whatever they are, index of sustainability or policy about this, till now we haven't achieved a maturity of sustainability yet. Still, we are unmature. Just to go a little bit back to your role in the government and the, the balancing that we talked about before, do you, are there any challenges that you face as an, an environmental advisor 
uh, to your home government? Do you ever face any resistance from other members of the family or other people involved in governing in terms of your push for being more sustainable, being more environmentally conscious? The concept of change, you always have a resistance anywhere. They will resist you, they will fight you, they will laugh on you, and they will follow you. But it's a measure of time. I remember when I was uh, the chairman of Environment Friends Society as NGOs, as a, I cannot say a pressure group, I say a friendly group, because we try to avoid to be pressure, because you are always being you know, resisted. So I have to be, say, friendly group, friendly group to everybody. So in the early 90s, I was in the, uh, heading this uh, organization and talking about environment, talking about wildlife, talking about green buildings in the early 90s, even uh, some countries haven't done yet. So I was focusing in the, the message of campaign uh, of delivering to the decision, decision makers. After 10 years, I've seen what all I've said already now in policy, what I've said already implemented. I said, thanks God. So my dreams come true but took 10 years, mm -hmm. so we have to be patient. Anything uh, fast, it cannot. Anything, policy or ideas or implementing a uh, new concept, you need gradual and gradual. And the most is coming from the people needs. And then you evolve with that ideas. Are there any countries um, that you've been particularly, or any one country that you're particularly impressed with what they're doing in terms of environmentalism? Ge uh, Germany. Germany is very focused with technology, with trying to eliminate zero. Sweden, Norway, Finland, different projects, different areas, they are good. But again, too much focus in science and technology, but not focusing on people. We need both. Mm -hmm. And then just to, to wrap up, can you tell us about your title, The Green Shake? Where did it come from? And does it mean anything other than the fact that you're an environmentalist and you're a shake? Well, it's not funny name, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> uh, as a sheikh, I, I'm a human being. We say all uh, sheikh are human being, but not all sheikh, uh, human being are sheikh. A sheikh is a title of a leader, a tribal leader, or a person in a position, or could be a scholar who have a knowledge, or have something unique, could be a leader of sheikh. But the green itself, it comes through my actions. I didn't announce I'm the green shake, but people said, no, you are the green shake. Whatever you want to change, you are still green. So it comes from people. They uh, call me there. And I use that acronym of the green is G for global, R for rethink, E for enlightenment, and other E for ethics, and the N we need people network. Great, well, thank you so much, green shake, for joining us today. It's my pleasure, and I'm really honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Chicago Policy Radio, a production of the Chicago Policy Review and the Harris School of Public Policy at the University of Chicago. Our podcast was produced and edited by Julie Cooper and Drew Blacker. Special thanks this week to the Energy Policy Institute at Chicago, Lydia Velico, and Soher Omar. Our theme song was composed and performed by Ryan Gee. You can find us at www.chicagopolicyreview.org and on iTunes. Thanks for listening and join us again next time.